Hey, it's Emily Williams, the founder of I Heart My Life and your host of the I Heart My Life show. This is episode 163, how to handle the I don't have the money excuse on sales calls. And this is a real life coaching session with one of our clients, Susie Flynn. So Susie works with virtual assistants to support them in starting and growing their own business. And one of the excuses she hears time and time again on sales calls is I don't have the money. So today we're talking a little bit about how to move through that excuse to support your clients in number one, finding the money, but also understanding what needs to shift within you in order to be more bold to support them and having an honest conversation about money, as well as what you need to tweak in terms of your actual process on the call. So if you have ever come up against that excuse, this episode is for you. We're going to touch on a few different key elements to really support your clients in saying a yes instead of getting stuck around the money, because honestly, it is never about the money. So let's dive in. Are you a coach looking to hit that coveted six-figure milestone? Are you looking to better understand how to map out your revenue so you actually reach your financial goals in the coming year? Do you want to get more clarity on who your ideal client is? What program is going to help you get financial wins? How to shift your mindset to become that six-figure earner? If so, keep listening. I'm hosting a brand new masterclass called How to Create a Six-Figure Coaching Business this year on January 18th, and you are invited. All you have to do is go to iheartmylife.com slash six slash figures. We'll put the link in the show notes. Don't worry, but that's iheartmylife.com backslash six hyphen figures, and you'll be able to sign up for this incredible training. So we really believe that anything you desire is possible for you and meant for you. And that includes wealth and abundance. So if you want to know how to make it a reality this year, that six figure level or even more, this training is going to show you exactly how to do that. I'm also going to take your personal questions. So you're going to want to tune in live. All right, so go ahead and sign up. IHeartMyLife.com slash six dash figures and make sure to save your seats. We are so excited to see you there and support you in your next level growth. Awesome, Susie. So I'm so excited to have this time with you and support you in your next level. I know that today you want to talk a little bit about sales and overcoming objections. So if you can just reiterate what the question is, then we can go from there. Yeah, I just really want to know how I can better support my clients in terms of dealing with their fears and objections around committing to a coaching program, especially when some of them are not working. So when some of them have been made redundant and really around the fear of investing the money and the fear of, you know, will they get a return on the investment and just helping support them, pressing that button and knowing that they're making the right decision and they're going to get the results and they can step into making that decision with confidence. Yeah, I love this question. So when people get on the phone with you, they're obviously excited about potentially working with you. They want to start their own business or they want to grow their VA business, but ultimately they say that they don't have the money or it's too expensive. Is that accurate? Yeah, so I spoke to somebody the other day and she was like, when I said, this is how much it costs and there's a payment plan and we can make this work for you. <clears throat> it's almost like they go into excuses. Different people are different, obviously, but this lady in particular was like, well, I need to do this first and I need to, I need to sort that out first. And it feels like a lot of excuses. And I understand that kind of going into fear. 
and I really, really want to support them. But I find myself sitting there and thinking, well, how long is this conversation going to go on? Are they going to just keep making excuses? How do I get them past where they're stuck and where they're kind of saying no for now and actually get them to make a decision on the call instead of just waiting and then booking in a follow-up call and then not necessarily coming back to that call and perhaps hiding a little bit because they're, they're not ready to move forward. Yeah. Great question. Okay. And so right now, what is the way you normally handle this when they say, when they have all the excuses, what is your, what do you say at that moment on the calls right now? Um, I think when I, they say they don't have the money, um, I ask them different questions. They ask me if, you know, if it's just the money, is that the only objection that they have? And often it is. And I share my story about how I invested. I empathize with them. I say, yes, I completely get it. But if you're going to move forward in your business, you will move forward much faster. And by week three, you'll be in a position to start getting clients in through the door. So you will get a return on your money and your investment if you trust the coach and if you follow the coaching. And then I share some client stories from time to time to explain to them like what other clients have got and the results that they've got from leads in their business in the first few weeks to occasionally a client in the, in the first few weeks. <clears throat> okay, great. So one of the things that I would do right away, and I know that you do this because I've seen kind of your step-by-step process, is getting clear on their desires. And if they did have the money in their pocket, pocket, would it be a full yes for them right now today? And I know you're kind of touching on that, but that's the most important thing first and foremost is to get clear, like, is this an actual yes for them? Because we yeah. both know it's very rarely about the money because we've seen people you know, find the money, borrow the money, take out the money, max out credit cards and actually make it happen because the desire is there. So oftentimes it's about them not trusting themselves, trusting that they're actually going to go all in, trusting that they are going to get that ROI. And it comes down to fear and insecurity and doubt. So first and foremost, I would want to ask them, okay, thank you so much you know, for sharing that this feels um, a bit icky to you. It feels like it's a lot of money, feels like it might not be doable. Let's just put that to the side for a second. I'd love for you to tell me if you had the money in the bank, if it literally was right there, would this be a yes for you? Or would there be anything else that's coming up for you about this decision that would make you you know, hesitate? Let's talk about it. Let's really air that right here today so that I can support you. And ultimately, I love to tell people from the very beginning, this is not about you saying yes. This is about us getting to a clear yes or no And if this program is right for you, I will help you find the money. I will help you find a solution to be able to say yes. But if it's not, I'm not going to talk you into anything. So I like to start with that so people understand that this is not um, a conversation about, it's not about a, a pressurized conversation, but it is about them getting to a clear yes or no. So that's always the objective I have in my mind. And, you know, before we even go further with the process, I always like to remember that I can't want it more than them. And so there are going to be some people who aren't willing to find the money and they're not willing to make a change. And they're so set in their ways that you could, you know, I mean, you could hand them the money and they probably wouldn't say yes because they're just not ready and they're not there yet. 
So I don't want you to think that, you know, if that were to happen, that you're doing something wrong, but there truly just are some people who aren't yet there. Does that make sense so far? Yeah, yeah, that absolutely makes sense. I mean, thank you. And I think just sort of asking them if you had the money available in the bank, would it be a yes? And it's about getting that hell yes or hell no, because I don't want to continue with someone that isn't a hell yes. And I don't want to waste their time and I don't want to waste my time. And I feel like let's respect each other's time and make sure that I'm of service to you. Exactly. Yeah. And you can literally say that, like, I only work with people who are hell yes. And they're ready to really do this because that's what it takes. So what would it take for us to get you to the hell yes? What does that look like? Let's Mm -hmm. think about a previous point in your life or in your business where you were all in. How did you show up? What did that look like? Because for some people, I know a lot of people feel this way. We hear it all the time. They have kind of have sort of like PTSD from doing courses and not actually completing them or moving forward with something and then it didn't work out. So we want them to get into the vision of like, when was the last time you were successful at something? What was the energy you brought to the table? And how can we transfer that experience to this experience? What would that actually look like? Because ultimately we want to bring them back to the desire, bring them back to the thing that they really want to create and have them see that this is possible for them. They might not know the how, but that's where you come in because you're here to support them in the steps to take right here on this call. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It, it definitely makes a lot of sense. And I, I feel like, especially recently, that I've had a fair few number of leads that have, sit, have been sitting on the fence and they've been so, so close to saying a yes. And I try and feed them back into the desire. And I'm using the influence model a lot more now, which is really, really helping. And you can really see that light bulb switch when you feed them into the vision then you say well what would be the consequences if you didn't take action today and they're like oh and it really kind of brings them back to earth um but I think bringing in an element of that what would make it a hell yes if you had the money would it be a hell yes and just getting that commitment from them Yeah. And I even explain the psychology of what's going on because a lot of people don't understand their mind. And now, you know, the work that you've done previously, the work that we've done together, you have so much knowledge. And so I would explain to them and just say, you know, I want to share if you're open to it, what I'm observing. Um, and, you know, say like, this is what happens when we get to this place where, you know, we can go either go one way or the other, the mind tries to stop us. It tries to tell us that we can't do it, or we don't have the money or we're not confident enough or whatever it is. And so I really want to support you in getting to the root of what's going on here, because you literally just told me that you want to do this. You want to create this successful business. You want to have these sales. And now you're telling me you can't do it. And Mm. so we want to figure out what's actually going on. And so I'm observing some hesitation. I'm observing some fear here or literally just ask them, what is it that's coming up for you? And you can say, you can say really quick, you can say, you know, normally it's not about the money for people. I've had people find the money and people who told me they didn't have it. And the next breath they said, oh, you know what, actually... I have this savings account or somebody owes me the money. And so let's really get clear on what this is actually about. Yeah. Yeah. That all makes sense. And I think one of the things I struggle with is 
like the amount of time it takes me to go to this kind of conversation and like we have half an hour <clears throat> scheduled in the diary and I, my calls might be 45 minutes but if I spend a lot of time on the money I sometimes think god you know I'm spending so much time should I just book a follow-up call like am I how long am I going to be on this call before for until I get a yes but I guess the answer is like you stay in the call until I say hell yes really yeah. So what I would recommend is that you block out a full hour for this call. You might have um, some ends quicker than that, but at least for this point in time in your business, give yourself the space because there's nothing worse than being in the middle of this conversation and needing to go and jumping off the phone. And like you said, you want to be able to manage expectations as well for your own calendar. So I give yourself an expansive amount of time but we can also take a look at, you know, what is the information you're providing them with before they actually get on this session? So for example, when people book a call with us, there's a page that pops up and I actually have a little video that I filmed and it talks about what I want them to do before the call. And so that could be, take a look at all the information about the program it could be reviewing their financials, having conversations with anyone who's going to be involved in this decision. Because you know, as well as I do, we get a lot of people who say they need to talk to their husband. Yeah. So have all that stuff done ahead of time and really train your community to know that that's how successful people show up. They show up prepared. So then you're not like going through all the program information necessarily on the call. You can get straight to like, what are your desires? What is it that you want to accomplish? And you should already have some of that information based on what they fill out ahead of time and then you can get more to the point yeah so at the moment and I need to work on my Candy link and update the questionnaire because I do have some questions in there but I want to look at going more in depth and really as you say get and then prepare successful people you know prepare to get into action and really put some more stuff in there because I am still getting the odd no shows or people booking and not showing and booking again and there's got to be a limit to that I really want to make sure people come to this call like really willing to you know make a decision one way or the other but you know not just like I want to pick your brain because it's not about that it's about service and helping them move forward instead of keeping them having them kept stuck where they where they currently are yeah so let's talk a little bit about that because the process is great and we can talk more about what you say and the questions to ask but what sort of is there any part of you that feels like you might be holding back at all on these calls when the money objection does come up yeah, definitely. I definitely feel like I hold back and I start telling myself in my head that, oh, we've been on the call for like, say, 45 minutes. I can't, how long am I going to keep them on the call for? I, I generally have enough time in my diary to run on, but I don't know. I, I know I can check in with them. But I guess maybe there's a link to feeling perhaps a little bit guilty about pushing them, but it's not about pushing them. And I think that's the mindset shift, isn't it? Knowing that I'm not pushing them, I'm supporting them and I'm coming from a place of service. Like I have, um, I've been following up with the lead um, over the last week and I know she's a hell yes and she just needs some support getting to where she wants to go. She's got a little obstacle. I said, let's jump on a call because there's a solution to every problem. It's just a case of finding it. So we're going to talk tomorrow and, and I just really want to help her move forward. 
Yeah. So I love this. And thank you for sharing that so openly. Um, what I would love for you to think about is reminding yourself on a regular basis that you can only help people if they're in your program. Cause I yeah. know that you really want to help. I know that you have a service, you know, a heart based in service and you want to support people, but that can only really happen to the level that you want it to, if you're working with them privately. Yeah. And so really make it your duty to be as bold as possible on these calls and to support them because people want to see that you are a coach who's going to hold them accountable, accountable. You're somebody who's going to wake them up when they're, you know, throwing out excuse after excuse as to why they're not getting results. I even had somebody message me today and she said, Oh, I thought of you to do a money mindset training on my podcast. Cause I remember when I saw you at a live event, you were so direct and to the point and you didn't let us get away with anything. And that stood out in her mind. And that was a reminder for me. I remember that event. I was telling like somebody told me some sort of BS that she didn't know who her ideal client was. And I was like, no, you know who your ideal client was. And I just yeah. kept pushing her. Right. Yeah. But I had to build up my confidence to get to that point, to know that that's actually the best way to serve people. Me yeah. shrinking, me worrying about being too pushy, that's about me. And that means that I can't actually be in service to the person on the other end of the phone or at the event. Yeah, I definitely feel my confidence has increased a lot yes. over the weeks and using the influence model really, really, it just it just flows seamlessly and I'm probably not using it perfectly, but it's definitely a framework to to have and to use in the client calls and I definitely feel more confident and I'm definitely more assertive with my clients but I think there's just still a little bit more work um to do there and not just you know accept it as like oh okay let's just book a follow-up call like I had I finished with a client last week and we were chatting at the end of the session and I perhaps haven't planned for for this as well as I could have done because I got to the last 10 minutes of the session and then we looked at the next steps and she's lovely and she knows she wants to work with me again I want to work with her but I felt like I was going around in circles a little bit and not getting anywhere and maybe I was a little bit tired as well and I was like well let's just book a follow-up call but if I'm letting myself off the hook then effectively I'm not being 100% in service to my clients and I truly want to be so I think it's about recognizing where I'm coming from as well as my clients, because I have to take ownership of the way I show up as a coach. Right. And this is not about being perfect, but I would think about what word resonates with you. Like for me, for this year, one of the words that resonates is bold. And so mm -hmm. I asked myself, if I were to be bold in this situation, what would that look like? For example, yeah. during one of our launches, I was actually reaching out to people personally. And I asked somebody who was on the fence, I said, how would it feel to say yes right now? And mm -hmm. she said like all these incredible words, amazing, exhilarating, extraordinary. And I said, okay, great. I'm going to wait right here until you make the payment. And then we're going to celebrate together. Yeah. And she was like, okay. So, you know, like what is that next level of boldness? Cause you have made incredible strides over the last few months. What is that next level of boldness? And I think confidence as well. It's kind of like almost like a take it or leave it energy. Um, you know, when you're, when you're dating somebody, we don't want to be so needy and like, you know, we have to have this person, right? Like I used to be like that. And that energy is not attractive. There are plenty of fish in the sea. And so how can you show up as bold, but also confident and knowing that they have to meet you halfway, like they have to really want this. 
Yeah, I think it's as you say, like letting them know that I can only be sort of so much service until I get them in the program. When I get them in the program, I can help them shift everything that they're talking about. And if they keep making these excuses, which is what they are, then I keep staying stuck. And if it's a hell yes, let's sit together on this call until we get this sold. And if they haven't got time to stay in the call for another 10 minutes, let's book in time for later today and I'll stay on for as long as it takes to find the money. And if you need to go away and do stuff, then let's book a follow-up call in. But make sure you turn up to that follow-up call. Turn up and show up with the commitment. If it's a hell yes, you know, act like it's a hell yes. Love it. And how would that feel for you? Yeah, it would feel good because I'm, you know, I'm supporting my clients. I'm showing them what's possible. And I know everything's possible for them. Like everything is 100% on the table for them. But they're so used to being in a place which feels familiar for them of, of fear and uncertainty and doubt and perhaps feeling a little bit scared. So it's my role to help move them from the familiar to the unfamiliar. And over time, we can switch that unfamiliar back to being familiar again and it will become natural and then have this successful VA business where they have the clients they want and then moving towards the lifestyle they want because it is possible we we both here today are living proof of that yeah love it and the final piece here I would say is I know this might sound counterintuitive or you know different to what we've just been talking about but try not to be attached to the result. So you can only do as much as you can do. The whole point is for you to know when you lay your head down at night that you did all that you could and you showed up as your best self and you were, you know, um, supportive of them, but also you were bold and you were able to reflect back what you were seeing. But again, we can't want it more than somebody else. And so remember that even if somebody isn't like a full yes, right then and there, they can still come back around. And I know that you know this, that there are so many sales in the follow-up as well. We've had people come back around after years. And so just really maintain that um, conviction and that faith that your clients are out there. And I would say, take a stand for people who are ready to go all in and be excited about working with you because we do talk about overcoming objections and, you know, there's no excuse in the book that that means you shouldn't move forward. But at the same time, you deserve to be with people and to have clients who are excited about spending this money. And that was a big aha I had even just a few months ago. I was like, you know what? Why are we expecting for people to come with an excuse? Like, I want to energetically invite people into our company who are like, I cannot wait to sign up and spend this money because I know what this means for me. Yeah, I really resonate with that because I feel like I've been sitting more in a place of feeling into what is possible for my clients and getting really, really excited and really feeling into that emotion. And I know my clients, you know, they see that in me. They see my excitement. They see my passion. I am 100% excited for the clients that sign up and, and those that are about to sign up because, you know, I know when I started my business, I just threw spaghetti against the wall before I hired coaches and mentors and it just doesn't stick. Um, and I know what's possible. They don't, but I do. And I always like to say to them, like, I have a different mirror to you. This is the mirror that I hold up for you. This is what I see in this mirror for you. I see something different. I know what's possible for you. And I do truly get excited. 
um, with the clients that are a hell yes. And then it's just that next step of like, okay, they're a hell yes. We need to figure out how we can put the practical pieces in place so they can actually take action and move forward and just bring everything together because it's it's all possible, right? It's all possible. Totally. Have you ever made an ideal client checklist where you literally wrote out the person you want to attract? Yeah, yeah. I've done the whole ideal client avatar. Yeah, I know her name. She's married, two kids, dog, lives in London, all of that stuff. Yeah, so I probably need to revise it, but I've done it. Absolutely. And I focus on that kind of one person. Yeah. So I would add, if it's not already on there, that this person has the money and they're excited about spending it like some sort of minor tweak to add in that level of excitement, because there are people out there who will pay for your program. I know that you know this, but I'm just reminding you for you, obviously, and everyone listening that we want to get crystal clear. Like this is a person who is available for coaching. She is ready to receive this. She's ready to invest and she's ready to go to that next level and say a big yes to this program. Yeah, exactly. There are clients out there. And I think that's what I need to hold in my mind's eye that there are clients out there that are sitting there with the money, excited to be building a VA business, but they just want that, that person, that coach to show them the way and give them direction. And that person is me. There are people and I know you know that I had a little bit of a mindset block around assistance not being able to afford my coaching but I've had two people into my 12-week coaching program this month one lady signed up for and got a bonus session because she paid within 24 hours and we had our first call and it went so well and I'm so excited to support her it's just it's just magic I love it I love that. Yeah. And then the next piece, the final thing I want to cover really quick is the marketing component. So when you get those rock star clients, and I know you're doing this because you're in one of our programs, you're tracking where those people are coming from so we yeah. can find more of those people and really sharing all everything you just shared here, share that outwardly, share it on social media, on LinkedIn, whatever it is that you're using so that people can start to see that others are getting results because obviously we're proud of our work. We're proud of our programs, but when other people speak about your work, that speaks volumes for lack of a better phrase. And so we want to get the marketing out there. Like when your clients have successes, when you have a new person sign up again, this is another place to channel that bold marketing and that bold energy. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm great with marketing. I'm consistent. And I checked um, an ex-client's profile the other day, six weeks after finishing. And she'd happened to post that she'd taken two clients on in a business. And I commented, snapshot it, snapshot it and use that as social proof it's in a public forum and I'm just yeah I saw it and I was so proud and so pleased and she just commented and said you know help me for you know thank you for helping me get past the fear and and effectively making this possible yeah it's it's amazing I love what I do is there anything I can do to further support you Susie I feel good. Yeah, I think I'll just re-listen to this later and I think the big key takeaway was helping them just addressing with them is this you know if you if you had the money would it be a hell yes would it be 100% yes and if it's not 100% what is it that you would need to have in place to get it to 100%. Do you need to know more about the program? Do you need to know more about me? Do you need to know more about the client results? But I think that was quite quite a key insight so I'm I'm definitely going to apply that and I've got a call in an hour and a half. Awesome. So. Keep us posted. Thank you, Susie. I'm grateful for you. I appreciate you asking this question because I know other people have the same question. It's a big one. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me today. 
I hope you loved today's episode. Remember, you could qualify for a chance to win a one-to-one session with me in our incredible I Heart My Life membership. We are opening up the doors very soon, so make sure you get on the waiting list by going to iheartmylife.com slash membership. You can also sign up for our incredible webinar that's happening in just a few weeks. It's called How to Make Six Figures in Your Coaching Business This Year. We are so excited to support you in going to the next level and really understanding what it's going to take to reach your own financial goals. And of course, learning a bit more about how to overcome objections on sales calls so that you obviously sign a lot more clients in the years to come. So go to iheartmylife.com slash six dash figures to sign up for that incredible webinar happening very soon. We hope you love this episode. Thank you so much for being an avid listener of the I Heart My Life show. Take a second and leave a review. It would mean so much to us and we read all of them. And for further inspiration and life and business tips about creating a life that you love and achieving massive success, definitely follow us at I Heart My Life on Instagram and at I Heart My Life Now on Facebook. See you next time.